0: What's the vision you have for your business? That's the question that I ask the studio owners that I get to work with each and every week. And I'm not kidding, the answer is never the same. I absolutely love bringing passionate and ambitious studio owners onto the show to share their story with you and also some behind the scenes of what it really looks like to run and grow a thriving studio business. Today, I'm joined by a special guest. She's a graduate of my marketing intensive program and a current member of Thrive, and she's going to share her very unique story with you. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saren. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm here with a very special guest, uh, Carmen, from Aligned Pilates in Edmonton, uh, Canada. And um, uh, Carmen is a uh, teacher, has been a teacher since 2005. She actually trained with Michelle Larson. That's when she did her full comprehensive teacher training program. Um, And then she went on to invest her time in a few other different programs um, and other other teachers um, from the Pilates Center of Boulder. She also worked with Brooke Seiler um, and she also went through um, the work program with Jay and Sandy and Karen at Vintage Pilates as well. So she's really blended her training over the years, Um, but she's also a studio owner. She opened her studio, her very first studio in 2007. Um, It was a home studio and now she has a her own brick and mortar space outside of her home. So welcome, Carmen. I'm so so happy you're here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to dive into um to 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 sharing everything that you have sort of uh, learned and evolved throughout the last uh, many many years in the industry. Because you know it's it's always wonderful to connect with folks who have been um, who have worked with different people in the industry and have connected with a lot of different people, um, but also have evolved in their own ways um, over that time, like you have. So why don't we start by, um, why don't you share a little bit about um, how that has all gone for you and perhaps a little bit about your motivation for um, seeking out the various different programs that you have, have completed.
1: Okay, well I'll give the Coles notes because <laughs> it's a short <laughs> talk, podcast. And and when you when it, when you look at my bio, it looks like I've never been really satisfied, which to some extent is true, but I think when you come into Pilates you don't realize how big of a bite you're chewing off. And then and then so it feels very um, focused and then suddenly it's like that old thing. The more you know, the less you know. Right. And then yes. it just went like that. And I also started in a time pre Zoom, Skype, all of that. And I'm Canadian and I'm far up north. And the only way to get to these places would always be to travel. And uh, when I started out, I started with my teacher who was just almost a year ahead of me in finding her certification. So, we were a bit like blind leading the blind, right? Which was a very great experience. Um, But then, as I sort of grew into my voice, into my personality, into my style, I just kept kind of searching for something a little bit more. And, you know, the funny thing is, Saran, when I look back, they all were kind of saying the same thing. You know, I look at my manuals because I, of course, now I do my own teacher or apprentice program, and I thought, What was so different? But I look at them all and if I could line them all up, they're very much all saying the same thing. But I think that says a lot about who I was as a student of Pilates, as a teacher, or even as a person. I was very young. I was in my 30s managing children, managing this home studio. Um, So it was, I don't want to use the word hobby, but it kind of was.
0: I, th- I think we all enjoy what we do and it's sort of that gray area, right? Of like, which part, how much of this is, are we, are we doing for the purpose of, uh, you know, income and how much are we doing this? Because we genuinely want to learn more about the method. And I think a lot of people feel the very same in the, are in the same shoes and have been, or are, are have been through the same thing because it, it is, it's, you know, you can't, most of us doing this work is, are doing this work because we love it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. we're all learners and and we enjoy learning and many of us, you know.
1: So that's kind of why I I sort of jumped around. And um, now I feel very settled. I don't know if that's a 50s thing <laughs> or, or whatever, but I do think that uh, one of the things I value the most now, Saran, whether I'm in Pilates or in my life is I always ask myself, Carmen, what's going to bring you peace? And so, a lot of the FOMO, you know, during COVID, and that I sort of got my old way got clawed. I clot, I kind of went in there, and then I, I now I'm pulling back again. So it's kind of nice to put the reins on, but it's also nice to kind of evaluate: Do I really need to add on a new program in my teaching? Do I need um, some help with my business? Should I? Uh, go into a business coaching. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so I think I'm better at evaluating what Carmen needs as a Pilates teacher and as a person and
0: as a student. Yeah. And to show up the best way. Right. Mm-hmm. And and do you think that that has come about because you kind of have a, a really, a perhaps a, a, a solid vision for what you look, what you want to Do with the way that you teach?
1: Yeah, yes. And that definitely has happened over the last five years when I studied with Jay Grimes at Vintage with Karen Frischman and Sandy Shimoda. Uh, You know, it it was a program that that takes on teachers who have been doing this for a long time. So we kind of went back to boot camp. We had to have this in our body very much so. So I had to go back and I had to start not working so much. And I had to learn it. And then it sort of formed the opinion in my mind that if you want to do Pilates, it's a corrective exercise system, you do have to apply it in your body more than once a week to go anywhere. And uh, I I probably lose clients that way. But that is something I do stand on. And that's okay, because my ideal student is the one that's going to do some of the work, yeah. maybe twice a week, maybe right. three times, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I think that that is one of those um, realizations that s- s- some people come to when they get very, very clear about what they want to do in their business. They are okay with letting go of the clients that don't want or don't fit the way that you want to work with your clients. And it's totally okay. And I think that was, uh, I remember you having that kind of realization when you were in the marketing intensive program earlier this year. And I remember you sort of, we, we talked a little bit about the way that you, um, want to bring people into your business and the way that you want your clients to, um, to do Pilates inside of your studio. And, you know, we, we kind of had to let go of the people, like you said, who don't want to do it that way. Right. And that's absolutely fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I had to mature into that thinking because when I first started out, I was gonna fix everybody. Right. Right. And it wasn't and it wasn't even the Pilates method, it was Carmen. You know, so I really had to separate myself, my will out of this equation and just like Jay always says, trust the process, trust the work. And I mean, you know, I'm not making glib about that, but he
0: really hit that home my head. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, cause we've mentioned it a couple of times. So I'm sure our listeners are, are eager to hear a little bit about the way that you work with your clients inside of your studio. What does that look like?
1: Uh, it didn't always look like this, but to, to today on today's date, this is how I love to work with students. Uh, I bring them in, we sort of, uh, do a few privates. I bring them into the fold, And then um, I do train them the way it was done, perhaps in the old days with Joe on the floor and other teachers uh, are around milling and assisting. But you're doing your own workout that has been set up by me or my other teacher and you are practicing so much so, Saran, that I can't believe I let go of control this much. (laughs) But I have now offered self-practice on my schedule. And, you know, Lori is the one that kind of helped me with that. She said, yeah, when I was learning, I just got a key to the studio and away I went. And I was like, no, really? I mean, I don't always have to have the finger on the pulse because that's not the way the student is going to grow and become independent. Now, I always I approve these students. They are, And another thing is they are also consistent students of private lessons with me and our AP workouts, which is basically three people in the studio working out in a certain amount of time with me on the floor, guiding them. And sometimes I say a lot and sometimes I don't. And they just fall into their groove. And the great thing as a, as a, a business person, a one-woman show, I was able to bring a new person on the floor, an old timer, and even a teacher who wants to to work out. So here we have three different levels. In the old days, I never did that. I did beginner, reformer. Then I had to move intermediate. And then someone wanted to say that they're more advanced. And I was getting burnt out, Saran. So it just, it fits my business very well because I can take on a certain amount of clients, not burnout. And and them and I are moving forward consistently with no burnout on either side. Right. Or dis, disinterest. Right. I suppose. Yeah.
0: And I think, you know, to be clear, the the way that so the way that you you know, there's sort of various stages of um independence that your clients are having within your studio. They are, they have, they do continue with regular privates with you so that you can give them um, the next, perhaps the next series, you know, the next set of, of movements and sequences and exercises that fit their bodies and that you would recommend. Um, so they are consistent with their privates. So then they have access to your AP classes, which are small group classes, but they're not classes because you're not directing everyone with the same exercise. You're allowing them to have their, to complete their own workouts, their own movement practice during that period of time. And you're there overseeing and giving some, um, some direction, perhaps some cues and some ways that they can, um, perhaps get the most out of every exercise. And then you've got full open studio, come in, do your thing. And you are letting them come and do that. Wow.
1: Yeah, and today, today actually, um, I had a private who was a no show. But I, I book myself practices when I'm teaching a private, right? Because I still want to have an eye on the
0: right. <laughs> like, oh, yes. We're not doing cowboy pilates,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> so while um, my student was was training, and the no show didn't show up, I was on my taking a moment to do my Canva
0: planning of email That's marketing. Right.
1: So I am in the space. It's not like they're given the
0: key. Let's clear that up. (laughs) Yeah, to be clear. Yes. Yeah. And so, and how do your clients, you know, presumably you haven't always worked this way with your clients. This is something that you have evolved into and that they have evolved into. I'm sure you don't necessarily allow everybody that walks through the door to go straight into that totally independent open access, um, time slot. So, um, how have your clients reacted to working this way? What's the, do you tend to to get? What's the sort of the way that they sort of respond to this? They're a relatively unique way of doing Pilates.
1: Yeah, sure. So I started this in 2016 when I first met Jay and Sandy at Vintage. Uh, she did a workshop, Independence versus Dependence, and I, at this point, Saran was at the point I wanted to quit teaching. I was so tired. So tired. And when I went and did that workshop, I just got a new lease on life of, as a teacher. And so, all my clients, you know, I came home from the workshop, I stopped everything and said, Nope, this is how we're doing it. You know, I lost a few people. But those, in hindsight, like when I look back at the way I was with those people, there was a lot of codependency. I was moving them, I was fixing them. They were wanting to turn their brains off coming to the studio. So it wasn't my, now I know what my ideal client is. And the new people that come, this is this the is way we do it at Align Pilates. And there are, are studios in, in my city here that do things differently. and And I hope that they don't quit just from my studio. I hope they go and find that way. Because any Pilates moving the body, I'm happy about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think when you, um, you know, it, it, when you've established that, that way of doing things in your studio, um, you find those people find you also.
1: Exactly. Right. Yeah.
0: And you're yeah. clear about, you know, I know we've worked a little bit on your marketing messaging in the program and, um, You've thought about how you, the message, what you want people to know when they find you, what you want they want, what you want people to know when they take their first session, and you've got that plan all mapped out for them. And so, it's it's not a huge surprise to them when they show up and you say to them, "Okay, this is the way that I do things here." It's something that you you're not shy about letting people know, which is really important, I think. And and I think that when you have a a way of you're doing things, like you know, there is every you can. You, you can offer Pilates in, in a million different ways and whatever, you found a way that really works so well for you and what that also makes you feel really, really fulfilled and excited about the work that you do.
1: Yeah, and to be clear for those listening, I do have clients who have sort of balked at the AP workouts, but the, the reason why we're still friends is because I like them and they value what I do at the studio. And and they are amazing people. Every client I work with, Saran, everyone on my roster is my ideal client now, whether they in AP workouts or in a combo package or privates. So it's not like, oh, there's so-and-so on the roster. I'm exhausted, you know. So I do have some students that just stay with me in privates. And mostly those are um, some people who I need to work closely with them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. and that's okay. And then I I, I do make it kind of hard sometimes to make it not available, which is okay, because it's my business. That's right. Yes,
0: it is. You can, so it's your business. The way your rules.
1: I do it. Yes. Maybe you should beat that out. But, yeah. but it no. is our rules. It's our business. Yeah. It's our livelihood,
0: and this mm-hmm. has to bring me peace. Like I said in the beginning, that's my no, mantra. Absolutely. You know? And I, I think you know, and I, it's really important to to recognize that you do have that power over your business. You have the ability to decide. Really, truly. Who you, want, who you work with, who you want to work with, the way that you want to work with them. And I think, you know, what causes a lot of angst and anxiety amongst teachers is when you're, you don't have that very clear, or you feel like you have to be everything to everybody. And that is exhausting, right? It's it exhausting. is. It is. Yeah, it is. So tell me a little bit about what you are focused on in your business today or today? right now.
1: Yeah. Great question. Well, um, it's uh, it sort of leads in from 2022. My business partner with the program is Noor Elmar. She's at Jade Pilates in Kuwait. So her and I put together an apprentice Pilates program. Um, so that looks like um, it's, I didn't want to put the word teacher training in there, because as I've Said in this podcast, I believe you have to have the work in your body really solid. And when you throw a new student into that, well, not new, but like someone who's done Pilates only two years and wants to be a teacher. So now they're trying to put all this heavy stuff into their body and then they're trying to learn to be a teacher at the same time. So our focus in the program was to get them trained in the body. And then now, afterwards, we're offering workshops and mentorship as a teacher if they want to be a teacher and that's what I'm doing right now with my student that went through this so she is now working with me exclusively I'm doing many workshops with her you know we're role playing doing stuff like that so she's got the work in her body and now she's got this experience of working as a teacher apprent- apprenticing on the floor so basically I think it's like a 2 year Thing, but if they want to um, get to know the work that I and Noora are doing, uh, they work with us for that year. Yeah. So getting that, yeah, that one teacher on the floor. So we're working January and February very diligently with my students, with my apprentice teacher to get her up and running. And then the second thing is to build her clientele through our open house in March. So that's a way to, um, I mean, she, (laughs) she's very popular in her community. So she's got a list this long, but you need a bit of experience. So I'm like, uh, it's, it's so fun to see them excited. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing that. And, um, you know, I I worked with you in the marketing intensive and with thrive now. So I have excellent plan and I love schedules. I like spreadsheets. I like notes. So you and I click really well and I <laughs> look at that and then I'm like, okay, yeah, my email marketing. Yep. 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 Because it was all in here, but I was so busy teaching and working out because I love to work out. I just really didn't have time, but um, you've, you've, you've helped me to allow myself to, take the time to set my business up with some systems. Yeah. Yeah. And and another great thing I wanted to just put this out there. I am taking a mental health day once a month. Every and I put that on the schedule because when you get more involved in your business on a business side um, yet I need that time to sit down, look at what's going on the next few months, the quarters, and schedule that out. So I call that a mental health day. I am still doing admin, but I feel more at peace. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 So That's wonderful. Just some of the fun things that you know we're doing at aligned. That's wonderful. Need.
0: Yeah. You're doing it. Yes. Well, and you're doing it all, you know, and you're wearing all the hats, but you're having, it seems you're able to do the things you're enjoying doing in your business while you're wearing all the hats, which is really exciting. Um, I love that you're carving out that time. I think it's really easy for us to not. (laughs) Oh yeah. 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 And
1: yeah, it's not a whole day. Some are whole days. Yeah. Some are just a half a day. But it mm-hmm. needs to be on my calendar so that I can go look ahead and go. Okay, yeah, it's okay. I can put that to there.
0: Yeah, if I don't yeah. get to it, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so that it it happens. I mean, I know for myself, I if it's not on my calendar, it'll it'll be an idea that comes and goes and doesn't actually happen. You know, I it's that's that next step, right, of making sure that things get done. It doesn't matter whether it's putting together those emails or taking some time out for yourself you know, put it on the calendar and that's how, that's how most people find things get done. So that's great. And, you know, I'll add to that and say that it's really critical that you, and I think you've done a, such an amazing job of this in the last, as you've built your business, which is to, to make sure that your business is supporting you in every way and that it, it, you have the ability as a business owner to build a business that you really love and that works for you in the, in the season of life that you are in with the goals and the way that you want to live your life and the things that you care about and prioritize. And that's really important to follow through on, because I think that we're not employees. You are, you're the owner, you're the boss. No.
1: And, and, and my husband and I were talking the other day and I'm like, yeah, Oh, I guess another goal is to be, um, the business is, I'm going to increase my revenue. You know, this is this is a realistic thing. <laughs> I said to Paul, well, I can't take lessons with so-and-so anymore because my dollar sucks, it's in the tank. And he goes, wouldn't you know that by now? And I said, yeah, but now I'm more the breadwinner or I'm the one, because he was kind of phasing out of working, right? And I think I can work forever because I love what I do so it's just where you are in your state of mind
0: it's a state of mind yeah you know yeah yeah um okay couple of last questions for you what do you think over the years and in business and in this industry or either would you say has been sort of the most challenging thing you've had to overcome or hardest part of of evolving and growing in the industry
1: can i use myself <laughs> 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 oh, I- Gone in, gotten in my way so many times over the last eighteen years that if if someone's new starting out, just know that you don't know much and uh, latch on to people who are are winners, man, and and that's been really helpful because you know with social media, with the how fast we receive information, there are so many opportunities to learn. Um, we just start to throw our eggs out into so many baskets that we sort of get lost. And I was like that. I was like this little lost Pilates soul, but who has found their way back. So that was a challenge for me. And it got worse when the you know, when the internet came out and, and Skype and Zoom and everything. I was like, man, which should I choose? Where should I go? You know. So a challenge is uh, you can't be everything to everybody. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, right? And uh, I would like to also add that um, I used to be very much, I I don't want to say I would stand on the soapbox with my sign. This is the way, (laughs) but there are many ways to do this type of exercise. And I just need to keep my nose on my head and talk about the, what I do, right? Yes. Because yes. what I do is what I do. And what you do yeah. is what you do. So yeah. don't compare.
0: That don't compare. A, don't compare. Yes. I yeah. love that. And there's room yeah. for everybody. Oh there's my room God, for yeah. everybody. There is.
1: And you know eight what? 8 billion
0: people on this planet. I can scroll
1: <laughs> through <laughs> and go, no, yep, yeah, no, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all right.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then, as a business owner, what would you say is the number one lesson that you've learned? Uh, you got to be happy.
1: I mean, and, and you got to be happy. And uh, I don't know how to say this without sounding glib, but you you're gonna make you're gonna make your rent. You're gonna make it. You just have to trust the universe will provide for you. I know that sounds a little glib right now in the times we are, but I used to get, I used to fret, oh my God, I'm not going to make rent. Uh, I don't have enough clients on the schedule, but then I would just put it out there and lo and behold, it happens. You have to trust, have some faith, but you have to do the work too. Like, can't just go like, mm, bring me some clients because that's not going to work.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: and network. It's like Like you said, it's like trust the process. Yeah, Ask
0: people. and ask. And that's what I love about
1: Thrive. We have an amazing community. We can throw something out on the Facebook and say, hey, what do you do? You know, you've done this. I've only had the one opportunity to do the breakout sessions the first of the month. That was awesome. Um, I used to try and make this all up myself and then, you know, fix, figure out which scheduling system. How do I do a cancellation? Now I know you did a podcast with Annie. I got some great ideas. Right? Yeah. You don't have to do everything yourself. No. So I think that no. comes with old age, really.
0: Yeah. That's and I think, you know, it older. comes it comes it comes with yes, maturity and maturity. becoming wiser. <laughs> wiser. Yeah. <laughs> wiser. Yeah. But I think, you know, you you though you come across people, I think, in various different places. And I think you, like you said, you shouldn't hesitate to find people that you can learn from. And I think that's very clear. You have always done that across your own career. You have sought out people that you have respected and to learn from or from all of the teachers that you have worked with and you've picked things up. I'm sure from every single one of them, different little things, different little ways um, of doing things, new ideas, you've been inspired by them. And I think that when we get, you know, that, that that's really should not be overlooked, you know, to surround yourself with the right people is so incredibly important to keep fueling the fire and stay inspired. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: And the people on outside of that, they're all right, too. Yes. And maybe <laughs> you might need to just look there sometimes to get re-inspired. Never say no. New opportunities is no Right. I heard that today from a client and I was like, I'm going to use that. You <laughs> no, don't say no. Just think of it as new opportunity. And then can I do this? Will it bring me peace? If not, I go move on to something else.
0: Right. Right. Yeah.
1: Because I like shiny objects around. Why don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> but I have learned that, you know, not to chase but to just sit and and have a few moments of pause that has been a great thing for me too. I really good.
0: Yeah. Wonderful. Mm. Well, thank you Carmen for coming oh, on and sharing so your lovely story and all of your amazing wise insights. Um, lots of really in, in, in wonderful takeaways from our conversation mm. today. Thank you. Mm. Thank um, you so much for having me. And- <laughs> Yeah. Anytime I will come back and share okay. more, please. Okay. Um, I, and where should people go to find you and to connect with you if they want to? Okay.
1: So I'm on all the social media as at Align Pilates. And, um, we also on Instagram have the program, the Pilates program That's the one for the apprentice. Yeah. And then (laughs) I'm on the web, uh, alignpilates.ca because I'm in Canada and I'm in Edmonton, Alberta. And I have a YouTube channel. It's one of those things that's kind of just a fun thing. And that's Align Pilates.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I will link to all of those in the show notes. Awesome. Awesome. So you are all set. Thank you so much, Carmen. It was so great to chat with you. You betcha. Thanks so much. Wonderful. So I hope this is helpful to you as you go about building and growing your boutique studio business. Um, If you love what you hear, I would love it. And I would really appreciate it if you could take a quick minute and go to wherever you're listening to this and rate and review this podcast. It will mean a lot to me, but it will also mean that it gets in front of others who are yeah, in this industry with us and on their own journey to building and uh, a successful and thriving studio business so that we can make the world a healthier and happier place. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder. There is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day.